Welcome to The O Podcast, an audio companion to Tufts University's oldest student publication, The Observer Magazine. This podcast is released alongside the print issues to extend and dive deeper into the articles. In this season, we will be hosting discussions with the writers, faculty, and student body at Tufts to explore and expand the creative work of The Observer. In episode three, we explore TFL, Tufts' only gender minority comedy group. Since 2016, doing everything from stand-up to online skits, TFL has focused on making tough students laugh while also looking to make women, non-binary students, and trans men feel more comfortable in the world of comedy that is dominated by cis straight men. First, we hear from Clara Davis, writer of the article on TFL from this week's printed edition of The Observer. In our interview, Clara discusses what she believes separates TFL from other comedy groups on campus, how the group represents resistance, and more. This is the O Podcast, TFL Unpacked. Um, can you start off by saying your name um, and your pronouns and the article you wrote? Okay. Um, I'm Clara. My pronouns are she, her. Don't remember what the article was called. Okay, I can give you the title. Um, but yeah, the article is Try Not to Laugh at TFL Comedy. Um, so I learned a lot about TFL. I like didn't really know that much about TFL before I read your article. So it was really interesting for me to gain some more insight. Did you go to the event? That was the, earlier this week. I did not. I had some other stuff, but I have been enjoying watching their content on YouTube. Like, especially when I was writing it, whenever I have a break, I would, like, binge watch some TFL YouTube. How much did you know about TFL before writing this article? I knew absolutely nothing except that I had seen the tote bags. So okay. I was like, oh, this this is the tote bag thing. And what do you think your biggest takeaway was from um, interviewing people of TFL and then writing the article? Um, what was your biggest takeaway from um, that whole process? I guess I can I can really tell that they all like really love it and that they all really love the community that they've built. And it just seems like a really positive thing for all of them. And I'm happy that it exists and again like I knew nothing going in so it was just it was really nice to get to know all the people yeah in that vein of community you talked a bit in your article about the importance of TFL as like a specifically minority group could you speak a little bit on that and like some of the importance of that to TFL's message and overall goal as a group I think it's really I don't know you can tell that they've really like succeeded in their mission just by watching their content and seeing like that a it's all like good but also you can kind of tell that they have like a diversity of people in it that other comedy groups I don't think have as much of so I think that having that so like clearly in their mission statement makes it more possible and then how would you differentiate TFL from other social groups and comedy groups on campus? What do you think like sets them apart? I don't know that much about the other comedy groups on campus, but I can tell that they're 
I mean, I know that they're, I think, the only non-audition comedy group, so I imagine that that makes a difference in who they attract as well as the um, gender minority specification. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that probably enables them to like bring more people in and build that community like for even more types of people. Mm-hmm. And then the theme of this issue that you wrote this article for is resistance. So how do you think that your article specifically about TFL fits in with that theme? I would say that I guess they're all just doing, I don't know, I I think that they all, not all of them, but some of them mentioned turning their personal experiences into comedy and how that was cathartic for them and especially like negative experiences. And I feel like that kind of encapsulates comedy as a form of resistance. Mm Mm-hmm. You spoke in your article again about the relatability of a lot of their content. How do you think their relatability and the like niche demographics of Tufts that they're trying to target build a sense of community amongst Tufts students? Yeah, I think that comedy is something that really brings schools like Tufts together because we've got all this quirky stuff going on. And I mean, side chat, etc. like tries to build community with comedy, but sometimes it's just like really painful. And I think that TFL, they really like make funny stuff and it's always funny. There's none of that like side chat. Oh, God, get me out of here. <laughs> It's interesting that you say that because our our last episode was actually on side chat and we talked a bit about how the unregulation of side chat can cause some problems. Yeah, I actually I read that article and I know that you have a one week delay with when the articles are finished and then when they're published. And when I read it, I was like in the span of this week. Side chat has gone from being the wholesome thing that they talk about at the beginning of the article to at the end of the article how it was like, yeah, this could really like go downhill. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really, that article was so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then final question, just to bring it back to TFL. What do you think, or what would you want a reader to take away from your article if you had to like make one point or say one thing about TFL that you learned to tough students? What would you want people to know? I think they should just all check TFL out and see how funny they are. Yeah, perfect. Okay, thank you so much, Clara. Thank this you. Been awesome. Next, we hear from TFL members Casey Weaver, Grace Abe, and Sam McQuaid. In this segment, we discuss how TFL is continuing to change and evolve, the value and missions of TFL's community, what's next for the group, and more. This is the O Podcast, TFL Unpacked.
Um, so I just want to start out by each of you saying your name and your pronouns. Casey Weaver, uh, she, they. I'm Grace Abe, she, her. I'm Sam McQuaid, they, them. Okay, so my first question for you guys is, can you explain a little bit about the structure of TFL and how TFL is organized? Yeah, so we have, I, I mean, I'll say all of this and then also say that we're like rapidly changing and yeah. like probably everything is going to be different in a matter of weeks. As we like transition into a new year, we're like adding a lot of eboard positions. Um, but right now the structure is we have the triangle, which is acting head, writing head and stand up head. And then one of those people is usually the president of TFL. And then we have right now like two people on our PR team and that makes up our e-board but we also have sort of a social chair at this moment in time we're thinking about having like multiple podcast heads because we do have a podcast during the breaks possibly having like a film and video head logistics head like a wider PR team but yeah we're kind of like we've grown a lot in the past year so kind of hoping that our leadership also grows to reflect Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I was surprised to read that TFL has only been around since 2016, so fairly recent. And I know one thing that sets you guys apart as like a comedy group on campus, well, a couple of things, the non-audition. Could you explain a little bit about like who can be a part of TFL? Yeah, so TFL is for gender minorities in comedy, which basically in our group means women, cis and trans, non-binary people, trans men, um, because those are all people who are underrepresented in uh, the comedic world. So we're, the fact that we're non-audition means that anyone who wants to join TFL can come. To, we have auditions, but everyone gets a part. Uh, and after we finish auditions, eboard stays and we have our whole layout on the chalkboard and we like place people in all the different roles. Okay, awesome. And then could you talk about the impact that you feel like TFL has had on either like the comedy scene at campus or just like campus community in general? Where have you seen like your impact as an organization at Tufts? I think our impact has been, especially this year, in like the community that we've built within the group. I mm-hmm. think that that is almost more important or like as important or more important than the shows that we put on. I think I really see our impact in like, we have so many like first years and sophomores who joined this year, mostly people who have never done comedy before. And I think we've created a really great space where people like feel comfortable just trying new things, trying acting, even if they've never performed, writing stand up, writing a sketch and things like that. And like can make really great friends along the way. And I think what I really love is like when we have a show and then we have like our meeting after the show and there's like people who come to the meeting who are at the show because I think people come to the shows and see them and are like, oh, like that looks really fun. Maybe I could do that too and then decide to join the group. And that is something I'm very proud of and happy about. Love our community. Love TFL. Yeah, I think it's a really like unique place because I think we do have a very strong sense of community and also like we're constantly growing and changing like. It's never the same group of people in a show. And obviously we have some awesome returning members, which is super cool. But like we're able to maintain a culture and also invite more people in and have people, you know, like a break from a show, but still be super welcome in the space. And I really love that. And I think, yeah, also like just a personal level, I've definitely felt the impact of it. Like I never really saw myself doing comedy. I did a lot of theater in high school, but never yeah, saw myself as like funny and like we create just some awesome content and it feels really good to just have that space and like that validation from other funny people. And yeah, it's really cool. 
Yeah, that all sounds really impactful and important. In kind of that vein of, of impact that TFL has, what are the most important values, ideals, and goals that you like center TFL around? I do think inclusivity is one of our main goals. Like I was saying, like it, it is very different from other comedy groups due to the fact that it's non-audition and kind of changes per show cycle and like per meeting. Um, and so we do really try to be welcoming to anyone who wants to be involved in like whatever capacity they're able to be. And so, yeah, that is really unique because we have a different set of people auditioning each show. And yeah, I think that's one of our big, what we work on a lot to do. And like this semester, we've done a lot to like way back when TFL first started there were like tf lunches um, where new members could meet with upperclassmen and get some mentorship so we've been trying to implement that and do like more bonding events and stuff just for anyone who's involved in like any capacity with tfl to be able to like feel connected Mm -hmm. so think on the the topic we talked about community before i'm thinking specifically with stand-up i think it's so cool to watch people who have never done stand-up before like put together a whole set you know obviously with help But one thing that we keep in mind when we're like casting the show and deciding who's doing what is we definitely like to prioritize people who have never done Mm -hmm. a certain thing before because we want people to be able to explore all aspects of comedy that they're interested in, whether that is stand up, acting, writing, etc. So switching gears a little bit, the theme of issue three, which the article about TFL was was published in was resistance. So if um, any of you want to speak a bit to how you think TFL and your mission as a comedy group kind of like fits under that um, umbrella theme of resistance. I think as a group for gender minorities, we like the kind of content that we put out and like the, I don't know, the jokes we make and the stories that we tell or that people tell through their stand-ups or in like the sketches they make are kind of unique and different from like what you'd see in mainstream comedy that is very much dominated by cis men. But I think also what is special is like, it doesn't have to be about like being a gender minority. It can just be like whatever it is that you want to do, if that makes sense. It's not like it's from the perspective of whoever's telling it, but it can be about like literally anything. And I think that that is also special because I think when you do see people who are gender minorities in like mainstream spaces, even on SNL or something, usually like you're starring or like, okay, as an example... I love Aidy Bryant. I think she's absolutely hilarious. And she like wrote and starred in a sketch that was about being a woman in comedy and about how she usually has to play certain kinds of roles and like she wants to play a different kind of role. But it, the whole sketch was still about being a woman and the roles you get to play as a woman and is very much focused on that. So I think in a space that is all gender minorities, it's like you don't even have to talk about that. It's like it doesn't have to be about that. It can be about anything. Yeah, definitely. I do think we like are a space for people to make content about that, about their identities. And I think that can be really empowering and liberating. And like, I know I did that when I first joined TFL. And that was really exciting for me. And also, I like just wrote a sketch about us pretending to be dogs. Mm -hmm. And like, that was also really empowering and liberating. (laughs) And like, I think, yeah, I totally agree that like being in like, an affinity space or just a space where I, a space where I feel safe and comfortable allows us to create content in all just that is super varied and all different varieties of comedy, which is cool. As someone who played a dog in that sketch, I agree that it was very liberating. <laughs> I think those are really great answers. And so our last episode actually was about side chat. And something that came up in my first interview with Clara was about how side chat, well, something we talked about both in the podcast and I talked about with Clara was how 
Side chat is a form of comedy that's so unregulated and like there's just simply no regulation is like the only way to say it. So how do you think TFL as a space for like a specific group of people, but also more structured comedy is different than the comedy you might be getting on like such an unregulated platform like side chat? That's a really interesting question. Um, I hadn't thought about that, but I do think in TFL, a lot of what we do is really collaborative. And so there's a lot of people working on one sketch or one stand up. There's a lot of eyes on everything in a super like supportive and collaborative way. And so, you know, it's definitely like, especially for the stand ups, it's like people's individual stories and ideas. But, you know, we all give feedback during tech week. And like, we have a stand up head who works with the stand ups like throughout the process. And so it's not really just one person's ideas or jokes. And I think that is good because it always comes from a place of wanting people to be their best and funniest and like in a way that feels good to them. I think we have a really good balance of democracy and also eboard keeping things Mm -hmm. in check for um, pitch like everybody writes sketches everybody comes to pitch and sort of pitches their ideas and then we have a democratic vote we have a google forum and whatever gets the most votes those are the sketches that end up in our show but then eboard does the work of sort of like doing the order of our show what goes when so that everything is balanced Okay, you guys have had such great answers. Thank you so much. But my final question is, if somebody wants to get involved in TFL, what would the next steps that they need to take be? They can go to our website, <laughs> www.tflcomedy.com. Really excellent Squarespace site made yeah. by one of our members, <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> Um, and there's a button on the front on the homepage that says join our e-list. Um, so they can just fill that out and then they'll get all the emails, which includes all the information that they could need to audition for the show and come to our meetings. They can also just come to our meetings. We meet at 7 p.m. on Sundays in Jackson. Oh, Six. Six. Jackson 06. And yeah, they also welcome to reach out to our Instagram t- at TFL Comedy, Facebook, or any of us. Yeah, we had our last show for the semester, but we're still going to be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you should still totally join anyone who's listening. Um, <laughs> it's a great time to get involved. Anytime's a great time to get involved. Yeah. Just yeah. Get up our website if you want to buy a tote bag. Buy a tote yeah, bag. Buy a tote I got mine today. Here, I'll <laughs> show it to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. All profits are going to For the Girls, which is an organization that helps black trans people pay for gender affirming surgeries and also rent, etc. Such a nice way to end it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. This episode was hosted and produced by Jill Young, Bronwyn Legg, Noah DeYoung, and Grace Maciello. This podcast is directed by Caitlin Duffy. Thank you for listening.